Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, we are three days away and counting from the start of Obamacare. But I'm not going to wait three days to start my own version of what I believe should replace Obamacare, and that is pleasure care. All pleasure all the time. And that includes cigars. That includes spirits. That includes diversions, dice, many a hot, bodacious dame. It's a very simple plan. It requires nothing from the government. All it requires is you to enjoy yourself, you to be happy, and you to enjoy life's great pleasures that we enjoy as America's alpha males. It is very simple. Life is a very simple game. We do not need the government or the bureaucracy to screw it up. There is no bureaucracy in pleasure care. Very simple. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. The General, America's alpha male, front and center, humidor 1A. And the conclusion of the 2013 edition of Bourbon Heritage Month is coming to an end. And we always make sure that when the month comes to an end, we do it properly. We celebrate properly, conduct our big, massive tasting. We've got Samadier Dave Cavanis front and center here in Humidor 1A. Samadier Dave, welcome once again for Bourbon Tasting Maneuvers, the 2013 edition. General Long Ash is at you. Thank you for having me. And may, with greetings from the Bourbon Festival, which I attended last week, offer you this little token of appreciation for everything you do out there. Oh, you've got a gift for me. Of course I have a oh, gift. Oh, look it's at this. Right from Bardstown. From the Bardstown, festival, Kentucky. Look at this. Saturday, Let's see what we've which got. was a beautiful, clear, crisp day. Ah, it excellent. Was just I've got my bourbon koozie. Koozie. I'm not putting beer in there. It's bourbon. You put a whole <laughs> bottle of bourbon in exactly. In fact, I'm going to demonstrate that because I we've got, uh, how many did we count here, Dave? Oh, I think we've got, two, uh, four, six, eight, we've ten, got our list 12, somewhere. About 15, 16. We've, uh, well, we've got. Fifth, yeah, sixteen. We actually have. We'll probably I'm not going get home tonight. You probably not. Uh, we're <laughs> we're probably going to, if we're lucky, in the first hour we will get to, or the first two hours we'll probably yeah. get to maybe eight nine. Yeah. But we're going to do a special 
after show podcast edition of the Cigar Dave Show so that we can go over every single bourbon that we have identified on our list as well as do a full recap. Also got a t-shirt here. Yeah, Thank that, you very much. You can wear that Dave. as you're enjoying the games tomorrow on TV. I shall indeed. Hopefully my Bills will whack the Ravens tomorrow. Yeah. Tough, tough game last week for my Buffalo Bills. Well, we have a lot to get to, lieutenants. As always, I invite you to join us at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email address cigardave at cigardave.com. Follow me at Twitter at cigardave show facebook.com slash cigar dave and check out our new and improved website cigardave.com and i do remind you that we are now just three weeks away from the end of the cigar dave show being broadcast on xm xm is eliminating about six channels and uh, we're one of the channels that we're on one of the channels that's being eliminated unfortunately so i have urged every Listener, every lieutenant, coast to coast, you don't have to miss a second of the Cigar Dave show. That's one of the reasons why we've come out with the mobile app. You can listen where you want, when you want, and how you want. At home, while you're on the exercise bike, while you're having a cigar, while you're on the golf course, at the beach, on your iPad, on your computer, whatever. We've also got all of our podcasts in the iTunes store and available for any RSS podcast feed readers. So I urge you right now, if you are listening to us on XM243, we are done as of October 14th. The whole channel, the Extreme Talk channel, channel 243 goes away, but you do not have to worry. Take your iPhone or your Android device and go either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, do a search for Cigar Dave, download our free mobile app. You can listen live. We've got the the stream that runs on a continuous basis throughout the week as well as podcasts, our bonus podcasts, uh, Twitter, Facebook, everything accessible uh, through that. Lieutenant, so we have much to get to today talking about bourbon, and we will go over uh, just a little bit all of the bourbon lineup, and you'll be able to follow along as well. But last week, there were a couple of items that I wanted to get to when we ran short on time. First of all, study from Emory University that was published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. A study that came up with two conclusions. One, men with small testicles are likely to be more nurturing and better fathers to their children. And two, men who tend to be a loving parent also have smaller testicles. I don't buy this for a second. I don't believe that if a man has large nads, nads of steel or titanium such as yours truly, that one would not be more nurturing or not as good of a father. I don't buy this for a second. And here's my question. How do they define the size of testicles? Do they actually take a little ruler, a little tape measure, and check all of these 70 participants and check the size of their nads? That's a job I certainly would not have wanted, I can tell you that. But there is what was not clear in the study is what the definition of small or large testicles was. And again, I'd like to know, who's the who's the guy that or the lady that has to... Now, if it's a hot dame, I certainly wouldn't have a problem measuring, although probably going to need a yardstick in my case, because with nads of steel, again, it can't be measured very easily. But I'd like to know, what was it that their criteria was? How do they define the size? I mean, I've never heard anybody say, tell me, what are the size of your nads? I mean, we know that wussified, most wussified beta males have uh, very small nads, if any. And we've seen the natification 
uh, of America, where basically the loss of NEDs, that is a, a serious epidemic going through this nation. But I don't believe this study for a second. Now, prior studies have suggested that decreases in testosterone may suppress mating efforts, which potentially channels a man's energy toward the care of infants and make these men more empathetic. Uh, the Emory anthropologist and lead author James Rilling said, Our data suggest that the biology of human males reflect a trade-off between mating and parenting effort. And the study showed that men with smaller nads exhibited more nurturing activity in their brains when shown pictures of their children. Now, Rilling also went on to say, I wouldn't want to say that men with large testes are always bad fathers, but our data show a tendency for them to be less involved in things like changing diapers, bathing children, preparing meals, taking them to the doctor, and things like that. Well, that's because men with large testes, large nads, are probably doing what men have been doing since the caveman days, and that is going out and providing for their families, going out and working, going out being the breadwinner, going out and providing so their kids can go to the doctor and can eat healthy uh, 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 food and can grow up to go and get educated. That is a lost art. Today, unfortunately, we see too many women who I believe uh, are the ones wearing the nads or the sack in the family. And that is an issue. And that has contributed to the wussification of the American male. I have no problem with two, a couple working, a husband and wife, no problem. But at the same time, I still believe that a man should be the man, should sack up, and should run the show. He should be the equivalent of Frank Sinatra, chairman of the board with a 50.1% vote in the deal. Very simple. And the correlation, this is what Rilling also went on to say, the correlation is stronger between sperm count and sperm quality and testicle size. No kidding. Men with big nads have better sperm count and better sperm quality. That's because they're real men. And he says bigger size equals better, healthier sperm. I have to agree. And the reason I have to agree is because men with nads who have jobs, who provide for their family, they're the alphas, just like Mother Nature created. That's exactly the way the earth was supposed to work. Men are the alpha males. They're the alphas. They provide. They run the show. And unfortunately, men over the last 40 years have abdicated that responsibility and have uh, blindly turned over their alphaness to become wussified betas and let the wife or their significant other female rule the roost. And this, again, goes back to the feminist movement. I'm not going to get into a dissertation about that, but we can look at that. But I don't believe this study for one second that men with smaller testicles are better fathers and more nurturing. I don't believe that for a second. What I do believe is maybe men with smaller testicles or smaller testes or nads who are abdicating their responsibility to go out, work, and provide for their family, they become the Mr. Mom. And then what happens is their wife starts wearing the pants in the family, rules the roost, and these guys essentially become wussified, nadless, broken men. Very simple. So I wanted to share that with you. I thought that was interesting. I couldn't get to that uh, last week. Later on in the show... I want to tell you about 
uh, Alec Bradley's cigar. Their warehouse, their new hair warehouse was burglarized. I had a chance to talk to Sammy Phillips, the VP of Marketing, uh, this week with Alec Bradley. He gave me the full rundown on this. And uh, some of the uh, what's happening right now are a little bit surprising and a little bit disconcerting about where some of these cigars are ending up. So I will talk about that a little bit later on. We have a load to get to today. We will be talking cigars. We'll be talking bourbon. It is the very last weekend of Bourbon Heritage Month celebrated every September in the United States to celebrate the quintessential American spirit, and that is bourbon. And we'll conduct Bourbon Tasting Maneuvers 2013 edition and conduct the National Cigar Litation Ceremony right around the corner. Your passport to pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. True excellence endures even as taste and fashions change. In the world of luxury cigars, the bold new H. Upman Legacy embodies this legendary brand's true excellence in a stylish contemporary cigar. To smoke an H. Upman Legacy is to experience a modern legacy. A modern legacy that begins with select leaves from the excellent 2008 vintage. Leaves cultivated from seeds prized by growers for generations. A dark mountain-grown Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper highlights the robust blend. Flawless craftsmanship and H. Upman Hallmark is evident in Legacy. Created by the loving hands of dedicated artisans, Legacy is a vibrant, complex, fuller-bodied smoke favored by today's connoisseur. Experience a modern Legacy, H. Upman Legacy, true excellence in a cigar crafted for today. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. 
The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Good things come in small packages. Well, not according to the General's harem, the Cigar Dave Show. To maintain the scientific integrity of that study, the lovely Ms. Kate came in t- during the break to measure the size of my nads. Ms. Kate, would you like to report the findings to the Alpha Male Army? It's, it's not going to work, darling. No, it's not going to work. It's way too small, dear. It's not working. Wait, wait, wait. what's too small? Darling, the stick, love, the yardstick. Oh, it's the, not working, the, the yardstick was too small to measure the general's five-star nads. Dear, it's not working. It's very frustrating, dear. It's not working. Maybe frustrating, but pleasurable for you, Miss Kate. Yeah, I love, like that. Let's do it. Unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, I need a cigar that can hold up to some of these outstanding 16 bourbons that we will be sampling today. Now, the one thing about some of the bourbons we are going to taste, they're aged far more than a standard bourbon, say four years, two years. We've got some that are eight, some that are 12. Some that are, uh, what do we have, Somali Day? Don't we have one that's, I think, 15? Yeah. 16? Yes, we do. We have a 15-year-old out here. We've got a 15. And what happens is the longer that the bourbon sits in the new oak barrel, the more of the oak barrel that it, 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 it derives, the more of the flavor it derives and the color. It's darker, it's richer, it's spicier. So you need a cigar that can hold up. So the wild turkey we're going to start off with, their basic uh, wild turkey, I think, four-year, is going to be a lot different than, say, a an Elijah Craig 12-year. So we need something that's going to stand up. And one of the cigars that was released at the 2013 Cigar Retailers Convention this summer in Las Vegas, the CAO Flathead, inspired by some great uh, engines back from the Detroit Muscle Power days. And Rick Rodriguez uh, worked on this blend, unique concept. The CEO Flathead, a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, surrounds a Habano, Connecticut binder. The filler is Nicaraguan Lajero, Piloto Cubano Lajero. So this is a fuller-flavored cigar. No question about it. It will hold up very nicely. comes in four different sizes. The first size, smaller one, which I have given Somalia Dave, is the V642 Piston, 6.5 by 42-inch Lonsdale. Very, very small, very elegant cigar. Almost looks like a mini petite, uh, well, I would say more like a uh, almost more like a uh, uh, a mini Lancero, if you will. Then we go up to the five, V554 camshaft, which is a 5.5 by 54 Robusto. The V660 carb, a 6 by 60. And the big block, the V770 that I have pulled out, 7 inches in length, 70 ring gauge, square pressed, 
A lot of flavor on this. Suggested retail between six seventy-five and nine fifty. Smalley Dave, you shied away from the V seven seventy big block yes, when I showed I did. it to you. I'd rather have what I've got, but you'll enjoy what you've, you've got. You've got the cute little piston. Yes, I do. All right. Well, I will enjoy the CEO Flathead V seven seventy big block today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, my self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine, super sharp, ready to cut this V7. This is a big boy, 70 ring gauge, meaning it is 70 64ths of an inch. So it's over an inch. It's about 1.1 yes. and a quarter inches, 1.1 to 1.15 inches in like a diameter. This is a huge monster. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. When you smoke a cigar this large at ring gauge, you cannot use a single flame. I have five flames on my Cigar Dave signature, five-star lock-and-load prototype, five jet flames flying up about three inches in the air. That'll do the trick. Cigar, cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one... Let's put it this way. This is such a large ring gauge size cigar, my big double-edged cutter cannot get to the entire head. So what I'm going to do is do it in two shots. One, and then I'm going to do two. And actually, I need to do it again. Three. Got to do one more time. It's that big. That's amazing, John. No, I got to go five. This is a record. I've never had to do this much. <laughs> five now star we got cut. it. Five-star cut. That's right. To match the this five-star, I will toast the foot of this cigar. Now, Samadhi Dave, you have already lit up so far, yeah. enjoying some this is flavorful notes. And, of course, that's going to go very nicely with our bourbons today. Yes, it will. All right. Now, as I toast this gigundous CAO Flathead <laughs> V770, which could take me the rest of the this hour of the show to light <laughs> and toast, let's talk a little bit about bourbon. Bourbon is, of course, the quintessential American spirit. Yes, it is. It's uh, originally coming out of the Kentucky area. It's an American whiskey, but it's known for either the French word bourbon or in New Orleans, the street bourbon. But it's basically has to be 51% corn as the base. It has to be aged in two years, new charred oak, and it has to be distilled to 160, then cut down and put into the barrel. So it's a real flavorful liquid that sits there two to four to 30 to 50 years, depending on what the distiller wants, but it's an American iconic brand. Now, every bourbon is whiskey, but not every whiskey uh, is bourbon. And the reason is you can have whiskeys that either have less than 51% corn or they're aged in other barrels besides new charred oak barrels. Correct. uh, When I was up in uh, Bardstown for last week's festivities, they get a lot of their oak from Missouri, the white oak. It imparts a lot of flavors once they toast it. You get a lot of caramel, vanilla. You get some really smoke, some chocolate to it. So that American oak, which even the French with their wines or other countries with their wines, they love American oak. Right, so it has to be fifty, at least 51%, 51% corn. corn. It has to be uh, uh, aged in new charred oak barrels mm-hmm. at least at least two, two years. years. And Correct. the only thing that can be added is when they cut it with water. Correct. And it has to have a certain uh, proof uh, while it's in the barrel proof. and then right. after. Right. And then after, exactly. So those are the, the important parts about bourbon. We will get to a couple of other little nuances. And then when we get ready to start our tasting maneuvers, I will give you how this five-star likes to taste bourbon. We need to look at the color, the nose of the aroma, the taste with the Kentucky Chew, and then the 
way that it finishes and comes down your palate. A special patented Cigar Dave method. We will continue bourbon tasting maneuvers as we celebrate the end of Bourbon Heritage Month. Alpha male conversational maneuvers continue on The Cigar Dave Show. From Nish Patel about the Zen. Hi, this is Nish Patel, and I'd like to introduce my new cigar called Zen by Nish Patel, and that is X E N, Zen by Nish Patel. When my brother Rocky told me, I want you to blend a Connecticut shade wrapper, I said, Me smoking a Connecticut? I'd better make it a Connecticut with an attitude. This cigar has a beautiful Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. It's got two binders, one from Palmastron Valley and from Esteli, Nicaragua. The filler has got Ligero from Esteli, got some Viso from Condega, and some Seiko from Jalapa. I tell you, when you smoke this cigar, it's like a party in your mouth. A lot of sweet spice, hints of cedar, hints of espresso. You will not be disappointed. I implore you, go out, get yourself a Zen by Nish Patel. It's going to be the best cigar you have tried in a long time. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. America's Alpha Male with Nads of Steel, the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave. Nads of Steel and titanium uh, with a titanium sheath so large, Miss Kate was not even able to measure them with a standard three-foot yardstick. All right, we continue. Welcome back to Bourbon Tasting Maneuvers for the 2013 Bourbon Heritage Month celebration. I've enjoyed some great bourbons throughout the course of the month. Sommelier Dave, let us uh, talk about bourbon just a little bit longer before we go through our uh, lineup. A couple of very important things I want to talk about is that we number one, the main re, uh, ingredient is corn, fifty at least fifty one percent. And when you think about corn, most of the time it when we eat it, it's got a little bit of sweetness. It imparts the same way into bourbon whiskey. Yes, it does. In fact, as you ride through the area there, south of Louisville, going through Bardstown, they have a lot of farms that have corn. But one of the interesting things that I learned by going there and talking to a lot of the distillers and seeing, the area has a large limestone deposit. So the water that comes up through the limestone is filtered. It's pure water. So as you distill... This bourbon, this whiskey, that's basically corn with wheat, with rye, with barley. When you cut it, you're cutting it with some really soft, creamy, dissolute water. And that's a major reason why they all migrated that area to conduct these uh, distillation for this product. And there is a myth that 
bourbon must originate from Kentucky. That is not true. No, bourbon, it isn't. while 95% of all bourbons made in the United States do come from Kentucky, as long as the requirements, are, the legal requirements as defined by the U.S. Congress are met, bourbon can be made anywhere in the United States. Sure. By law, bourbon, to be able to be called bourbon, it must have, as we mentioned, at least 51% corn as okay. the grain. It must be produced in the United States. So by international law and treaty, somebody that are that's making the same type of spirit in Argentina cannot call it bourbon. No, it can be called whiskey. Sure, but it is not. It is well, not bourbon. Look at Scotland; they make that's lots right. of whiskey. Or Canada Scotch whiskey. makes a lot of Canadian, Canadian whiskey, whiskey. But even their whiskey is called Canadian. They choose not to do right. bourbon. They, for example, if Crown Royale said, we want to make uh, a bourbon whiskey, they could make a whiskey that is made from a grain mixture of at least 51% corn. Sure. They could age it in new charred oak mm-hmm. barrels for at least two years, distill it at no more than 160 proof, uh, and then bottle it at uh, 80 proof or more, but they could not call it bourbon whiskey. No. It's just like Pinot Grigio comes from Italy. Champagne comes from a region in France. Certain laws are abided by a lot of the uh, producers of that spirit or of that wine. Now, a couple of uh, things when we do get ready to taste that uh, we should note. And the first thing is, Samadhi Dave, there's really about four different items when you get ready to taste a bourbon that is very important. One, you need to look at the color of the bourbon. As we have discovered, that the difference between, for example, a a two-year bourbon and a 12-year bourbon is that the bourbon will age in the same new charred oak barrels. But what happens is, over a longer period of time, you get more of the charred oak color and the nuances from the wood imparted into the bourbon. So therefore, when you see a bourbon in color, a lighter color generally will indicate a lesser of an age, so maybe two years, four years. As compared, we look at this wild turkey, which is four years, and then I'm looking at the Elijah Craig at 12 years. One looks like almost an apple cider color. Sure. The other looks more like a, pota- or a pancake syrup color, sure. a little bit darker, a little bit richer. Exactly. And another thing that uh, people should realize is, by law, if there's the word blended on the bottle of bourbon, that means they can actually add some caramel color to it because we see with our eyes. Our stomach is affected by our eyes when we look at the color. We think darker, richer is going to be more tastier. So if they put, say, a two-year-old whiskey, but they want to blend it, they can actually add a little caramel color to make it look darker, which would look like a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old, 18-year-old. But it's not. But it is still two years old. It all comes down to the palate. So look at the color. The deeper, the, the deeper, darker the color, usually the more complex. Correct. Let's, let's talk about the nose, the nose of the aroma. When you do get ready to taste... You want to keep your lips slightly apart. And the reason is you don't want all the alcohol of the spirit to go up your nasal passages and distort the aroma. So you want to be able to generate the aroma not only from the nose, but as well a little bit from the mouth area as well. So keep your lips slightly open, and you want to 
breathe in and really look for the nuances, the the various subtleties, whether it's vanilla or it is maple or a caramel or whatever other flavors that, sure. that come on your nose. I mean, when people say to me, General, you know, I, I tasted that bourbon and uh, I thought it was going to taste exactly like maple, but I had hints of maple, but it wasn't maple. It's not going to be. No. It's not going to be. You're going to notice very subtle nuances and, and hints. The third thing is when we go to taste. I like to perform what's called the Kentucky Chew. I put the bourbon in my mouth, and I chew it around, almost like you're going sure. to chew a steak. And when you chew that, what that will do is release to the back of the palate, on the on the, uh, on the the tongue, all around your palate, a super sensory experience. You'll really taste the nuances and notes within the bourbon. Sure you will. Another thing to realize is if you can do some homework on the different distillers, a lot of them do their own barrel charring they'll go they'll buy the barrels they might have their own cooperage will put the barrels together but it depends on the char of the barrel itself it might be a light toast it might be a deeper toast so is that whiskey is aging through the seasons and that's another great reason to be up in that area because they do have winter they have all four seasons unlike here right. in florida it has an effect. we have one season so the whiskey's going into the barrel, it's coming out of the barrel. It's going back and forth, back and forth. It's picking up all those nuances, and you're correct. It's getting a little maple, a little vanilla, a little toast, maybe a hint of cinnamon. But it's, a lot of it's due to the way the barrel was charred. And one other thing of note is that when the barrels are aging, they will get a different flavor profile, flavor characteristics from depending on where they are within the aging warehouse. For correct. example, one area that may have more light uh, an upstairs area that may get a little bit more heat rising compared to downstairs. Sure. That's why most distillers will rotate their barrels to make sure that they can maintain the the uniformity. Correct. Uh, but there are times when a distiller says, I want a fuller flavored bourbon, so therefore I will keep it in this part of the warehouse, and I will keep it on this level in this particular floor because I know it's going to impart a unique taste two years, five years, ten years down the road. I think they've taken a page of the wines that did either single Appalachians, single vineyard. You're starting to get a lot of single barrel bourbons, whiskeys now. Jack Daniels doing it. The Woodford's doing it. A lot of these guys are, you're correct, they're going to that one area in the distillery where they're really loving how the whiskey's aging. And rather than blend it together, they're just putting it out as that barrel. So we've talked about the look of the bourbon, look at the color, the nose of the aroma, the taste doing the Kentucky chew in your mouth. The last thing is when you swallow it, assess the finish. I like to call it the patented CDFF, the Cigar Dave Finish Factor. How does it finish on the back of the palate, on the throat? Is it warm? Is it a little minty? Is it uh, somewhat cool? Is it very bold and a burst of peppery notes? Note the finish because in your mouth you'll get one. It can burn as well. So you want to look at So there are four very important things we need to look at. Now, a couple other little tidbits, little hints as you get ready to sample your bourbon or if you're going to order some bourbon out and about. When you order bourbon neat, you should always tell the bartender that he should do two pours. So, for example, if he's going to give you a shot, tell him to pour a half a shot, bring the bottle back upright, and do a second shot. And the reason is because there are suspended solids that are in a bourbon, and by doing multiple pours, you actually shake up the bourbon and you round out the flavor. You may not see that, 
but they are under a microscope, you would see these suspended solids. So you always want to do that. So, Samadhi Dave, today, when you pour all of our samples, mm-hmm. you will do a first pour, you'll bring the bottle back upright, and then you'll do it again so that we get a nice uniformity sure. of flavor. Will do. Absolutely. Now, a couple of other things. There are more barrels of bourbon aging in, bur- in, in, in Kentucky than people in Kentucky. And yes, Somalia, Dave, are. I know you learned that last I week when you were at the Kentucky week. Bourbon That's Festival. Every distiller I talked to, that was one of their favorite sayings. And when you, I went by Heaven Hill, I went by Willett, I went by Barton, I went by some major distilleries. And whether it was Maker's Mark or Beam, when you see the size of these aging houses and how black they are from the angel share coming out from the years, right. it's very impressive. Let's talk very. about what angel share is. Well, usually... A whiskey that is aging will lose up to 3% of the alcohol per year. By evaporation. Exactly. So as it sits in that barrel aging room or house, it loses it, but it turns the walls of the building black. So as you're driving along, you see like a gray building, but the whole bottom is black. It's interesting to realize how long it's been there, you know, depending on how high the black goes up the side of the building. And those buildings are five, six, seven stories high. Here's They're a little huge. factoid, somebody, Dave. Buffalo Trace, which makes the Buffalo Trace bourbon, Eagle Rare, Blanton's, Van Winkle, among many others. If they were to stop producing bourbon today, they have enough bourbon in their warehouses for the next 20 years. Sure. Easily. And, and one of the things that we did note, and we're going to be sampling Makers 46 today, but Makers Mark had a big controversy. And we yes, were part of, I was part of the reason, uh, this show was part of the reason, and our our, uh, our connoisseur lieutenants were, they were actually trying to extend the amount of bourbon they would have because mm-hmm. bourbon has just taken off, Exploded. not only in the United States, the fastest growing spirit, but you look at the Asia, China. the Middle East, China huge huge demand and it's like cigars you can't just immediately say great we'll make more bourbon today we'll distill it and we'll have it ready in a month it's going to take two four six ten years so what they tried to do was was alter a recipe that has been in use for the last 80 90 years correct and what they were going to do is cut the bourbon cut down the proof they were kind of cut it with more water which essentially would dilute it, even though they made the statement saying that you, there was no noticeable, appreciable taste difference. And to me, when you purchase a specific bourbon or a wine or a cigar, you expect a certain standard. And when they start screwing with that and change that, that's when the consumers, the diehards, the connoisseurs, the people who are willing to pay a premium are going to have an issue. And there was a rebellion. Numerous of their ambassadors resigned. I made a big deal on Twitter the next day on this show I did. And by the next day, the president, CEO of Maker's Mark came out and said, we've listened and we are not going to alter the change. That was that was probably along the lines of New Coke. Dumb. Yeah, well, sometimes it is, and then I've talked to people who said, at least people were talking about Maker's Mark, which is a phenomenal bourbon, but sometimes even negative information on somebody gets you talking about it. But yes, with China and all these other places consuming so much of the liquid, it's really put a burden, and it's driving up the prices. We see whiskey prices elevating, not yearly, but quarterly we're seeing one to two dollar price points going up. Brown spirits are growing rapidly, bourbon growing rapidly. And one other note I, I do want to, two other notes. One is when you look at bourbon, it gets its dark, rich brown mm-hmm. color 
based upon the charred oak barrels. Yes. When the distilled spirit before it's bourbon, when it's actually nothing more than a corn whiskey, it's clear. It yeah, it's is, like white lightning. It is white yeah. lightning. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Essentially, it's moonshine. Yeah. And what happens is that by putting it in the barrel, it mellows, it smooths, it gets mm-hmm. the dark color. So when it goes in, in fact, we just talked about Buffalo Trace. They've got their, uh, I think they call it their uh, uh, Mad Dog mm-hmm. Number 1, which sure. is their corn mash. Yeah. That essentially is moonshine. Mm-hmm. So all moonshine is, is essentially, or correction, what bourbon really is, is <laughs> is aged moonshine yeah that's all definitely. it is jack daniels now has a white whiskey they've that's got right. on the market white is another yeah. growing we're seeing the uh there's a number that was at uh death's door and yeah. we're seeing that uh number of these oh, yeah. there's there's that and i'll tell you what it's very interesting because one of the spirits that we're going to sample today which i like from tuttle hill spirits up in uh in the albany adirondack region of new york state hudson. the hudson i'm going to ins- sample the four grain bourbon you turned me on to this yes somebody, i Dave. did they, they have one they do they have their corn whiskey right. and it's actually very sweet and it doesn't yes, knock it you down on the ground because of like you had said earlier it's created with more corn than whether it would be rye, wheat, or barley. All right, when we come back, lieutenants, we are going to get to our lineup. Bourbon tasting maneuvers shall continue around the corner. First up will be the Wild Turkey 81. We'll give you all 14 of the various bourbon whiskeys that we will be sampling today. You can follow along at CigarDave.com. We will have those posted for you, as well as some other pictures, so you can maintain the... uh, the pace with us. And we have a lot of bourbons that we're going to be sampling. Remember, we always sample in moderation. You don't want to go and drink uh, a shot of every bourbon. All we want to do is get the taste, narrow it down, and then we can enjoy bourbons in a little bit more of a quantity based upon narrowing things down. So if you want to join along, go out, get whatever bourbon you have. As we pour and sip, you pour and sip. As we celebrate and enjoy the remnants of the 2013 National Bourbon Heritage Month with Bourbon Tasting Maneuvers 2013 on The Cigar Dave Show. Cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life. The Cigar Dave Dave Show. was a day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Born in the lush, fertile tobacco fields of Nicaragua, a rare treasure awaits the serious cigar smoker. 
surprised by a small group of loyal and devout followers. Juan Lopez cigars are quite likely the finest and rarest of the magnificent Nicaraguan Puros currently favored by aficionados. Each year, a scant few of these Nicaraguan beauties are crafted by hand. The complex and powerful Juan Lopez blend is highlighted by a bold, reddish-brown Nicaraguan Habano wrapper surrounding the choicest Nicaraguan binder and filler tobaccos. Each leaf is carefully hand-selected for exquisite flavor and strength. The Juan Lopez smoke is intensely flavorful, rich and robust, yet smooth and well-rounded, esteemed by the most knowledgeable cigar lovers for generations. Discover this rare treasure for yourself. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Enough to get me high And then I'll say goodbye No way Good day She hung me out to dry One bottle of bourbon And I'm still sober from you Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers are now in progress. Please enjoy the Cigar Dave experience. Sommelier Dave, let us now commence 2013 Bourbon Tasting Maneuvers. First up of our 15 or 14 or 15 that we'll be enjoying today is one that's relatively uh, reasonable in price. It is reasonable in price. Wild Turkey uh, mm-hmm. 81. Now, mm-hmm. it used to be called the 80, but this is the 81. And uh, a very well-known brand yes it is they've just nichols austin nichols they've just redone some of their packaging so they've given it uh, kind of a new look interesting history with wild turkey it is of course a kentucky straight bourbon located in the distillery located in lawrenceburg kentucky it is on the american whiskey trail and the kentucky bourbon trail the distillery goes back to 1869 when the rippy brothers built their first distillery and, uh, of course, Prohibition kind of put the kibosh on everything, but they resumed distillation after Prohibition. And if you look at Wild Turkey, they've got a just a very big selection. They've got their Wild Turkey 81, their 101, which is a higher proof, a little bit more boldness, the Wild Turkey Rye. They've got their Russell's Reserve 6 and 10, which we will sample next. I couldn't get to it last week. So they not only do they make their Wild Turkey, but their Russell's Reserve, which is a nice 6 or 10-year. They also have a Russell's Reserve single barrel. And they also have the American Honey. Now, we're not going to sample any flavor bourbons because I believe that is a desecration. It the, is the quintessential distilled American, but it's spirit. huge business right it's, now. It's growing. It's that's one of the reasons bourbon's going. But to me, and that's fine. I well, have not no only bourbons, but whiskeys. Because I whiskeys. mentioned Jack Daniels honey, and you said don't even bother. Correct, I did. You wanted the basic, right? Yeah. And my feeling is this: I have no problem. It's all personal preference. If Correct. you enjoy the honey or the red stag, no problem at all. To me, I just am a purist. I would rather enjoy the bourbon for what it is. Yeah. You, you wouldn't are. see Frank Sinatra no. drinking, ordering, saying, give me a Jack Daniels honey, please. <laughs> I don't think so. He wanted no, he a JD. Wasn't. Do you know that in his contract, Samadhi Day, Dave, in every, wherever he did, he had a very simple contract writer. Sure. Uh, today they want orange-colored M&Ms, and right. they want, uh, you know, all sorts of different foods, and, you know, they're, they're, they're whack. All he wanted at the time was a telephone to his dressing room Correct. that had an outbound line. Yeah. Because uh, in those days, he didn't have cell phones. He wanted, I think, six or eight hand towels, uh, a bucket of ice, water, and a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, exactly. That was it. 
That's it. Simple, basic things of life. Exactly. So the wild turkey, a very nice bourbon, not overly expensive. What do you think, uh, Dave Somali? Dave, about 20 bucks, something like that? Yeah, it's probably going to be under $25. All right. So, again, very light. It's only aged, uh, what do we say, two years, four years? Yeah, two like to that? four years, somewhere okay. in that range. Nice aroma. Very relatively, nice aroma. Yeah, very, very Don't mild. get a lot of alcohol. You get the aroma nope. of the whiskey. Take a sip. A lot of flavor. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, that's smooth. I would say, yeah, I, that's the first word that comes to mind is smooth, mm-hmm. slightly sweet, and I would say, uh, let me take one more little sip here. Mm. Almost citrusy on the finishing factor. Yeah, you didn't get any of the... Uh, toast or vanilla i didn't nope. anyhow no but very, it, very i nice. mean it was a pleasant flavor that's nice yeah. and again you can never go wrong no you know we we're going to be sampling some more expensive bourbons mm-hmm. there's no question about it we're going to be sampling some bourbons that are going to be in the 50 60 80 dollar category but here 15 18 yeah. 20 dollars mm-hmm. you can't go wrong and it's very pleasant and you know you were talking about all the different items that come from this distillery that just shows you how great of a master distiller they have that they're able to put those whiskeys together and in experiment into other ventures other than wild turkey all right next up we have the russell's reserve number 10 now not only do they make their their standard selections the wild turkey but they also have their russell's reserve which is going to be a little bit more of a upscale uh product 10 year and as i look at that it's because of the aging 10 year a lot darker i like the bottle very nice aroma as well. I'll take a sip. Wow. Bold, expansive. A lot more flavor. A lot more one. flavor. But still smooth. Smooth. Can definitely taste yeah. that charred oak on oh, the palate. Yeah. Very, very nice. So we've got things underway. The Wild Turkey 81, the Russell's Reserve Small Batch 10-year. We still have a boatload of bourbons that we'll be sampling. Make sure your cigar is fired up. Make sure you have your TV set to football, your radio's cranked up, your iPhone or your iPad, your computer or your droid, all the way pumped up because our number two of Bourbon Tasting Maneuvers is coming your way next. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Oh, we're not pouring one cocktail. We're not pouring two. We're pouring about 16 today as we conduct bourbon tasting maneuvers. 
As we get ready to conclude the 2013 celebration of Bourbon Heritage Month, the general America's alpha male front and center in humidor and distillery tasting room 1A along with sommelier Dave Cavanis doing an outstanding job. We've enjoyed the Wild Turkey 81, very smooth, slightly sweet, citrusy finish. Then we went into the Russell's Reserve Small Batch 10, about 36 bucks a bottle, golden amber in color, delicate aroma, expansive and bold in taste with a sweet and ever so tingly finish. And we've got a whole bunch more. The Michter's Small Batch coming up next. Wherever you are, fire up your cigar, pour yourself a bourbon, and join us for Bourbon Tasting Maneuvers. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show, 877-DAVE-007. 877-328-3007. We shall get to phones momentarily. Follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show. Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. And don't forget to uh, shoot me an email should you care. Cigar Dave at CigarDave.com. Also, if you do download, and you should, our brand new Cigar Dave mobile app, you have the ability to send me an email or call us right from the mobile app as well as check our Facebook and Twitter feeds. Very, very easy. We even give you the weather wherever you are. A little, just a little thing there. And we've also got a little alarm clock in there. So just a couple of little odds and ends. And the, the Cigar Dave mobile app is available in either the iTunes store or the Google Play Store, and all of our podcasts as well available in the iTunes podcast store at any RSS uh, podcast reader. A couple of very important notes. I mentioned this at the beginning of the first hour. XM, major changes. So we will be gone as of October 14th. That'll be our last show on XM. We've had a wonderful relationship with the folks at XM, probably about 16, 15, 16 years or so, but they are eliminating six of their channels. And one of the channels they're eliminating, we're on Extreme Talk. However, that's why we've come up with the mobile app. You can listen on your smartphone, your iPad, your computer, anywhere, anytime, any place. In fact, I just received another uh, email here from one of our uh, listeners, one of our lieutenants down under in uh, Australia. In fact, let me make sure I want to get this here because I want to call him out because he actually stated exactly where he is listening from right now. And I think that when we have a listener all the way down under, I think it's only appropriate that we pay appropriate tribute to him. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, here we go. Aristotle from Melbourne. And uh, he is listening down in uh, in Melbourne, Australia. And actually, he is listening at Baranow's Cigar Lounge. And enjoying a night of cigars, whiskey, and good times. So to everyone at Baranow's Cigar Lounge, I extend to you my long ashes and cheers. And I just received an email from uh, Captain Cy Emerus up in the Charlotte Theater of Operations. He is at the Tinderbox in the South Park Mall. They are all listening on the mobile app in the special uh, Puro Lounge at the Tinderbox. Craig Cass and his crew. So anywhere you are, we are glad that you are with us. A couple of very other important uh, items. The Tampa Cigar Festival 2013 edition is Saturday, November 23rd. All the details posted at CigarDave.com. It is the world's largest outdoor cigar celebration Saturday, November 23rd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Downtown Tampa, Cotonchobe, Fort Brook Park behind the Tampa Bay Times Forum. It is a great day of cigars, of spirits, of entertainment, Don Juceum. And the Cigar Dave Orchestra will be there in full force. Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Mick the Brit, we'll all be celebrating and enjoying the significance of cigars to the growth and and uh, and importance of the 
city of Tampa. So we're excited about that. Our second year, bigger and better. We have two very important VIP events that you can attend. First up, Friday, November 22nd, we get the weekend out right with the Cigar Night Live Tampa Cigar Festival pre-party, 7 to 10 p.m. at the historic J.C. Newman Cigar Factory in Ybor City. Sumptuous dinner buffet. Everyone gets three premium J.C. Newman cigars. Entertainment. We will have excellent desserts. We will have open bars. Samadier Dave, you will be there, of course, with some great libations. Yes, I will, General. I know you don't like shout-outs, but I'm giving you a shout-out. Your event last year was unbelievable. At J.C. Newman's was great, and I thought that would be the cream of the crop. Saturday, the event in the park was even better. We had a great time. It that was, was the good. first year we did it uh, in the, at, at the Tampa Cigar Festival. There's another festival, which is no longer formerly in Ebor. We outgrew Ebor. We made it bigger and better, and we want everybody to attend. And Samania, yes. you'll attest. Oh, I'll be there. The weather. Yeah, it was perfect. The weather, last year was about a week later, but the weather always towards the end of November has always been 70 to 80 degrees, it was sunny, perfect. beautiful. God had blessed Low humidity. you that day. That's yes, right. Yes, he did. So we hope that he does the same thing this year. <laughs> and then, Saturday, you want to enjoy these Tampa Cigar Festival unlike anyone else, then you must do the VIP experience. It includes a special private VIP tent with great lounge seating, all-day sumptuous buffet catered by the Columbia. And when I say buffet, lieutenants, we don't say it's up from like noon to two for lunch. I have explicit instructions. When I throw a party, when I throw an event, if I tell you there's going to be food at 10 a.m. and it's going to be there till 4, it is refreshed all day. Samadier Dave, you will see that. There's nothing that drives me crazy. We're charging $125 for this ticket. You're getting five premium cigars, VIP seating, open bar, all-day buffet. What drives me crazy is I don't have a problem paying $125 for a ticket. What I do have a problem is when I get there, it's a six-hour event, and lunch is served for an hour and a half, and then they run out after half an hour. And it didn't happen last year. You had food all day. We're going to have the Cuban sandwiches fresh all day. We're going to have the chicken and yellow rice. We are going to have the... Uh, 1905 salad, freshly oh made every few minutes. Hungry. I'm telling you. And we're, yeah. we've got much more yeah. this year. We've got a whole bunch of stuff. So we start off from 10 to 11 with a nice little uh, breakfast, and then we go right into our full buffet from 11 to 4 p.m. So Cigar Night Live tickets are 100 bucks. Saturday's VIP experience at the Tampa Cigar Festival, 125 The ticket sales are moving like crazy. We are limited for both events. We're not going to oversell this event. We're about, uh, I think, 50% of the way on the VIP experience and about uh, 40% for the Cigar Night Live. So go to CigarDave.com, buy your tickets right online. You will have a magnificent time. All right, Samadier Dave, we started off with the Wild Turkey 81. 17 bucks a bottle. Correct. Can't go wrong with no, that. No, can't go wrong with And that. if you, that, that's, and there's a perfect example, Samadhi Dave. Let's say you have no idea what to buy. You want bourbon. You don't know what to buy. Right. You buy a bottle of wild turkey, right. you'll never go wrong. No. Now, you can buy early times. To me, not as good. A little bit lower. Well, early times now is a blended whiskey. They do have a bourbon, 365. Right. But you're going to get a blended whiskey now. So it's oh, going to really? be under 51% corn. Ah, oh, that's not good. We want a true authentic bourbon. So the but, wild turkey, 17 bucks a bottle. Correct. And you have some other products as well that, uh, that yeah, you I have. Yeah, I brought the Corner Creek bourbon. Even, uh, well, the Hudson's a little bit more pricier, but the uh, Corner Creek bourbon is right there. How much is the regular Four Roses ballpark? Uh, in the same yeah, same area. thing. You can't go wrong. Russell's Reserves, $35, $36 for the bottle. Now, that's a 10-year. Now, we move into Michter's. Now, I have to tell you, Samadhi Dave, early on, 
I thought Michter's was an Irish whiskey. It almost has that name, but it goes back. They believe they are the number one distillery in the United States, established in 1753 in Lebanon County, which is northwest of Philadelphia. It was one of the whiskeys that helped fuel the revolution, George Washington's army. And it stayed there. And you had mentioned Prohibition. Prohibition did a lot to destroy alcohol in the country. It went into disrepair in that, and the current group brought it to Bourbon County there in Louisville, and they source their corn right there in the Louisville area, and they get their rye. They do not do any barley. They do a little bit of wheat. They do a little rye, but it's up to 70% of it is corn right there out of the Louisville area. Interesting. That's a great distillery. Did not realize that. So, uh, excellent. Well, we will sample the Michters now. Now, actually, we've got Mick the Brit. It could be Michters the Brit, small batch <laughs> bourbon. So tell me about the small batch bourbon. Okay, their small batch bourbon is very limited quantities. They bottled this at 91.4 proof, which is 47, 45.7% alcohol by volume. They have a really nice fire charred Missouri white oak barrel to give you a little bit of cinnamon possibly or some caramel uh, flavors to that now i made it straight right there for you and then i also made it as a classic drink the uh whiskey sour yeah i just noticed a little cinnamon subtlety on the nose that's in the way they char they control their own charring Mm. doing the kentucky chew wow Mm. Woo! a lot of flavor whoa Mega flavor. And it's not that hot for being 91%. Yeah, but it's it's definitely, proof. I would call it a deep warmth uh, for the finish. Um, I would call this, this is probably a medium to full in my estimation, but very, very nice. You never mentioned, i got to give you kudos about the glass you brought in that you found. That is the perfect glass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, this is, and, and we're going to, I believe we, let me just check uh, Twitter to see if we've posted that just yet. How it opens up, how you get the alcohol dis- dissipate, yep. but the flavors are captured in the little bowl of that glass. That's right. Now, we've uh, we've already posted a picture on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, the glass that I'm using today for bourbon tasting maneuvers, this is a whiskey snifter. It's a very small glass, and it's got an elongated bowl, and then the nose, it goes from the bowl and it, it narrows down so that Correct. it does two things. One, when you swish it around, it allows the bourbon flavors and, nope. and, and taste the notes to really become expansive and to open up. Just like wine when you Correct. volatize the esters. Same thing. And then what happens is it's a somewhat flute effect where it actually narrows down mm-hmm. so that way you get the aroma. Right. As you are sniffing it, yeah. and you get the intensity of the aroma, and it's very elegant, small glass, maybe about five inches high, crate and barrel, $6.95. Perfect. You can go out and buy half a dozen. I bought, I think, uh, like a dozen of these, right. and they also have a nice little set that comes with two of these glasses and a nice little mini pitcher, which is an elegant way to yeah. serve your, your sure. whiskey or your bourbon on a nice little wood, uh, little wood uh, uh, plate where basically there's little holes mm-hmm. for the pitcher as well as the glass fits beautifully but 695 you can and even if can't you damage one of these big right. deal i don't believe you have to go out and spend 40 50 dollars no. crystal this is fine it works great you can't go wrong so this michter small batch uh Somalia dave 
Cinnamon notes on the nose, mega flavor, deep warmth on the finish. It is medium to full. Yes, it is. Definitely good with a full-flavored cigar. Now, it's a little bit more pricier than the other one. It's going to be somewhere around 42 to $45, okay, so depending we'll put, on your market. All right, so we'll put a $45 ballpark suggested retail. Now, tell me, this is what, the whiskey sour here? It's a whiskey sour, just a basic whiskey sour. You've got a little bit of orange juice and... Oh, I'm sorry. Sweet vermouth and bitters. That's all. And you put it in a little shot glass for me, Samarie, Dave. That says Woodford. I picked up from Bardstown when I went up to the Woodford Distillery. They donated some nice little shot glasses to me. Very nice. I like the little orange slice. So I, will, I got cherry. the little cherry here. Yeah. Miss Cate, will you come in and uh, I'll eat the cherry, <laughs> but can you tie a bow in the uh, stem of the cherry, please, Miss Cate? I've uh. seen you do it before, Miss Cate. Mmm. Okay. I will say cheers. You know, whiskey sours were big. I'm sorry, that's a Manhattan. Oh, it's a Manhattan? Yeah, that's just a classic Manhattan. I'm looking I'm at not my picky. notes upside down. Whiskey sour, Manhattan. As long as it has bourbon, we're good to go. Mm. But that's a classic oh, drink that is a classic. that's made with bourbon. That is that is a classic. As a sour is. That is very nice. Excellent. So, so far, we've got three down. Next, we're going to go to a brand I have never heard of, Somalia Dave. Alibi. Alibi, the whiskey. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's an American whiskey. It's made basically with rye, barley, corn. It comes off at 90 proof, and it's blended. It's usually in three- to uh, four-year-old aging, American oak-aged barrels. But I thought it'd be perfect for you because you're always looking for an alibi. I am always looking for an alibi. That is correct. Who, me? Look at me. I'm innocent. I, I was born on a farm. I, I got up at 4 a.m. every morning to milk cows before <laughs> Did school. You? No. Do I look like I was born on a Not farm? yesterday. No, exactly. All right, now go. tell me about this uh, this alibi. This is uh, because this is very interesting. I yeah, like the this bottle. is relatively new. We just got it in the market a couple, yeah. uh, about a year or so ago. It's made right here out of a distillery in Indiana. It has a lot of nice little flavors to it, some nice notes. Now, let me just, I'm swirling it around in my it bowl here. It is very soft. Wow. This is. Wow, I'm not v- trace of aroma. Yeah, I got a little bit of vanilla on the tip of my palate there, but it's three to four year old aged whiskey, some corn, some rye, and some wheat. But it can't be called a bourbon because it doesn't have enough corn in it. Mm. Very light. Very. This is a sipping whiskey. You can take it. You can add ginger ale, make a highball out of it. Yeah. You can do coke not, with not, it or something. Not a lot of depth of flavor on this. No, but it's a nice light whiskey. It's very affordable. It's going to come in somewhere around $24. You can pick it up maybe $21, $24 okay. for a nice night out. It has a great package mm. to it, but it's a spoof. If you're out and your wife or your girlfriend says, where you been? There's your alibi. Somalia Dave. My alpha male army, they don't need an alibi because they wear the pants. They have gigantic nads. They are not wussified. They don't have small little testes like that study that Emory University did. They don't need an alibi. They want to go out, they go out. They don't need permission. They don't have to ask for forgiveness. Your passport to pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. This is Rocky Patel. 
and every day our personal rights and privileges are being taken away by the federal government so we can enjoy what we love, our cigars. We introduce the freedom to celebrate all the time and energy spent in Washington, D.C. fighting for the rights of cigar smokers and against unfair tax and regulation. This cigar has a beautiful Oscuro wrapper that when combined with the variety of Nicaraguan tobaccos produces a rich, spicy flavor. The smoke of this complex cigar introduces spice with hints of sweet espresso and cocoa with a slight touch of oak and nut on the back of your palate. So celebrate life and protect your right by enjoying and reaching out for a Rocky Patel Freedom Cigar. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Small shack in Kentucky, I've lived most of my life. And I do things my own way, I don't take no one's advice. I'm a simple man, an honest man, I get along just fine. When times are tough, I got three things that help me every time. Martinis, shaken, not stirred, and dames racked and stacked. Continues Cigar Dave Show Pleasure Maneuvers. So, Monday, Dave, as you get ready to prepare the Makers 46 for my sampling, let's say hello to uh, Matt in Nashville, Tennessee. You are front and center. Long as you, General. Back at you, Matt. You know, it's ironic that you're uh, you're doing the Flathead Cigar today, sir. On Thursday, 
a place that you're very familiar with here in Nashville. I had the release party, and I got the opportunity to meet Mr. Rick Rodriguez himself at Uptown Smoke Shop. Great place to get a cigar. Rick, one of the great uh, guys in the world of cigars, good friend, fellow Cigar City resident, and in fact, he's the one that gave me these cigars way back, even before they were released at the IPCPR convention. Very nice guy. I tell you, I, I spent a nice, uh, nice chunk of time talking to him. Well, Rico Suave will be at the Tampa Cigar Festival, so uh, there's another opportunity. If you want to come down from Nashville, have a great time. Saturday, November 23rd, front and center, well, downtown Tampa. Right now, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit out of work right now for five weeks after a surgery that I just had, so I've burned up all my leave time. Ah, there you go. Well, tell you what, you can smoke a uh, cigar during the show with us and still be able to enjoy the Cigar Festival vicariously through us. That definitely sounds like a plan, General. Excellent. What can we do for you? Anything else? I just wanted to share that with oh, you. Oh, excellent! I, okay. I got a chance to meet him, and how ironic it was that you had the uh, the very that you were having the very cigar that he had released. Absolutely. Uh, well, ago. well, I'll tell you, they've done a nice job on this cigar. Unique concept, very cool. Uh, nice price points, very nice stick, nice blend. Rick did a great job. Rico Suave, as I call him, and he's one of the uh, greats in the world of cigars. Here's what I'll do for you, Matt. If you like the Flathead Blend. Going to send you out the September Officers Club selection of the Hex Cigar. Beautiful uh, Nicaraguan cigar. Very nice, bold flavor. It's medium to full, rich. Nice pigtail cap. You're going to love these. And it's uh, now available. Uh, I think Uptown should have those as well. That's from Syndicato. Brand new cigar that was just launched. It's coming your way. Samadier Dave, you got that Makers 46 ready for me? Uh, we're ready to rock Let's do roll. it. I think we got 35 seconds. I can fit it in. And now the Makers 46 is going to run you about 36 bucks. What's interesting about the Makers 46 is that they are aged longer than the regular Makers mark in barrels containing seared French oak staves. The staves create a bolder, more complex flavor and eliminating any bitterness. I will take a taste. Mmm. Oh, that is smooth. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. Makers 46, we shall continue. Alpha male conversational maneuvers continue on the Cigar Dave Show. If you're a lover of modern full-bodied cigars, you're in for an awesome treat. Introducing Monte from Monte Cristo, a dynamic new cigar expertly crafted with not one, but two binders. Bold, masculine, and totally unique. Monte's amazing flavor will knock your socks off. A rare Nicaraguan binder, selected for its spectacular taste and sweet aroma, provides the perfect complement to a spicy Dominican Olor binder. This innovative use of two binders adds strength as well as complexity, culminating in an unbelievably flavorful smoke. A rich, dark Ecuadorian wrapper and aged Dominican fillers add even more punch, ensuring a knockout smoking experience. Savor a modern legend today. Monty, double binder, amazing flavor, great price. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club.
Cigars, spirits, diversions, and the good life. The General Cigar Dave. Ah, very relaxing listening to this bourbon medley and enjoying some great bourbon along with Samadier Dave, the General and America's Alpha Male front and center. Samadier Dave, we have sampled five so far bourbons. We are up to number six. We're going to really speed it up here this half hour. And uh, next up is the Elijah Craig Small Batch 12. Now, some interesting factoids here about Elijah Craig. First of all, if you look at the bottle, doesn't that remind you of the old log cabin syrup bottle? Sure, it does. It really does. It's a very uh, unique-looking bottle. There's no question about that. Now, Elijah Craig 12, a super premium bourbon, it's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery. The brand is a straight bourbon. Now, they make both a 12 small batch and an 18-year-old single barrel. The 18-year-old version, their single barrel is touted as the oldest single barrel bourbon in the world at 18 years. So it is definitely a, a, a bourbon that's going to have a lot of flavor, very rich uh, rich uh, aroma to it. Now, this Elijah 12 that we're about to enjoy is a uh, nice, dark, rich bourbon, 94 proof. Samadhi, Dave, you have just handed me the glass. Now, mm-hmm. if you look at this, it's dark. this looks like maple syrup. It sure does. I mean, it's it is. I'm even going to say maple syrupy in color. This is, you know, amongst the. I think this is amongst the darkest bourbons I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's amongst the darkest we have to offer here today. Yep. So let me take a, a little Taste aroma of this. That. Yep. I'm going to swirl it around here. I think you're going to be. You know what? It does Delightful. have it have yeah. it has notes of maple. It sure does. Maybe that used to maybe they actually took old recycled it, they could uh, 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 you know log cabin bottles. You know, and used glass them is very expensive, so people do reuse wow. them for various um, endeavors. But I was going to say it's refreshing and unique how they've taken for their finer bourbons a little bit more aged bourbons as we look at the lineup. Ooh, look nice. at the glass that we're looking at. It's Really unique, the different designs of it all. Yeah. Let me see. Cheers. Yeah. Nostrovia. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Now, before I give you this my tasting simple. notes, as I say cheers, I also want to salute and say cheers to Cigar Father. Oh, Got a big great. birthday coming up on Happy Monday. Birthday. The Surgeon General of the Cigar and Alpha Male Army. I will be up uh, seeing him in Buffalo. Uh, cigar parents on Monday to celebrate a birthday. So I extend a happy birthday to my dad, cigar father. So uh, I will take another sip. Mm, wow. Tasty. That is, um, I would say that is mega flavorful. Mm-hmm. Um, sure was. I noticed some hints of uh, definite vanilla. Mm-hmm. From the barrel. Yeah. Uh, a little oak. Definite oaky, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and maple. Yeah. For 12 years of being in a barrel, it really yeah. softened that out. Yeah. And it, and it is soft. It's it's full but soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. It's full but soft. And again, 27 bucks for that for that uh, small batch 12. That's pretty you know, good. to sit there whatever time of the day and sip that with a nice cigar, with some soft music, and one of the girls from your harem, perfect. Just one? Well. Yeah. Many. 
Many, many. All right, as we get ready to go to a classic Jack Daniels. Now, that's Tennessee whiskey, and we'll talk about a difference between bourbon whiskey and Tennessee whiskey because they do a filtration process that we'll talk about. But first up, let's say hello to Jared up in Pennsylvania. You are front and center. Long answers to you, General. Back at you. Hey, uh, I'm a novice. I'm looking to actually try my very first cigar here, and I respect your opinion and knowledge of so I was looking to get your take on what I got first. Uh, okay, well, you definitely want to start off with something on the mild side. Any cigar that has a Connecticut shade or Connecticut Ecuadorian would be good to uh, start off with. The Romeo y Giulietta Reserva Real would be one I would definitely recommend on the milder side. A super premium cigar that's very flavorful but mild, very pleasant, is is the Diamond Crown. The Rocky Patel Vintage 99, very creamy, very smooth as well. The Vega Fina. You can't go wrong with the Perdomo Reserve uh, 10th Anniversary Champagne, Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper. I would recommend that as well. The Fonseca, using a Connecticut shade. Any of those, you certainly cannot go wrong with. They will they will be the perfect starter cigar for you. So anything with the Connecticut shade, then? Yeah, I would stick with a Connecticut shade. There's another one called Royal Gold, which is uh, using a Connecticut Ecuadorian. Uh, they've also got uh, another one called Kismet, a little bit more flavorful, but the Royal Gold is a very nice stick as well. And uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do for you. How about I mention the the Romeo y Giulietta Reserva Real. Send some of those out to you. They also make one called the Vega Fina, which I highly recommend. Give those a shot, Jared. I think you'll be very impressed, and you'll be on the right track. And... So, Marty Dave, I would say this, that a Connecticut Shade cigar, while you could smoke it with a bourbon, the bourbon may overpower that Correct. flavor. It would have gone better with that Alibi whiskey that we had tasted. Yeah, the Alibi so would light. be good. Right, right. I, th- I think now any bourbons would go great with a Cameroon. I mean, mm-hmm. I could see a, uh, uh, I'll tell you what, the Diamond Crown Maximus, I think would be great for any of these right. bourbons. We talked about Perdomo. Mm-hmm. tell you, the Perdomo Reserve uh, Noir mm-hmm. would be a nice combination with this. No question about it. The Arturo Fuente Florafina 858 or the Hemingway with a Cameroon wrapper I think would go very, mm-hmm. very nicely. The uh, Rocky Patel Freedom I think would be a perfect Correct. perfect yes. combination. So any of these would be great. Let's say hello to uh, Marty in Iowa, our nation's heartland. In fact, uh, doesn't Iowa, don't the uh, Hawkeyes play today? Oh, they probably are today. All right. Well, you are up. Long ages, General. Back at you. You were talking the other, I think it was last week, about micro distillers. We have two up here. They make a rye called Templeton Rye, and Temp- there's a Griff Cowboy Whiskey. Templeton Rye, I've heard of. Samadier Dave. Now that they call it. I've Pro- heard of it too. Yes, yeah. it's in this market. Yeah, they call that Prohibition does, era, does uh, well. uh, spirits. Yeah. There's a cigar I'm having trouble finding, General. Uh, look, it is a Quest of A, 1884 Madura. All right, let's talk about the Quest of A, 1884. When I started this show 18 years ago, going on about 18 and a third years right now, the Quest of A, 1884 was the cigar that I highly recommended when it came time for people to enjoy a mild flavored or a starter cigar. It was, an, it not was, it still is an excellent cigar. You don't see those as much... Uh, because primarily J.C. Newman's focus primarily has been on their Diamond Crown and now their Perla Del Mar or their Brickhouse brands, but it is still available. I know a number of the mail order uh, companies still carry it. It's a delightful cigar. I mean, the Lonsdale size, you're probably looking at about six bucks. It's a beautiful cigar. Uh, very, yeah, I, very. I like the Maduros, and, and that's 
that's I took out mostly in a Maduro. Yeah, the broadleaf Maduro, very sweet, very sweet. Came in a Connecticut natural or the broadleaf, still available. Uh, you know what? Your retailer, if they carry Diamond Crown or Brickhouse, they can still order it for you. A number of the uh, mail order companies still carry that. It is a delightful cigar. I'm telling you, it's one of those cigars that unfortunately does not, with all the other cigars that have come out, it's lost in popularity. But I will tell you, I would put that cigar up to any other cigar. It's still a, a wonderful Great, mild, mild-plus cigar. Can't go wrong. And when you put that Maduro wrapper on it, oh, man, that that just reeks of sweetness. It just roars with great sweetness on the palate. Yeah. So here's what I'll do for you. I know that I can probably get you a sampler pack of those 1884s, but I'm going to give you a choice. You like the Maduro. I'm going to give you a choice. I will send you out either some of those Cuesta Ray Cabinet 1884 Maduros or would you like some of the Brickhouse Mighty Mighty Maduros from J.C. Newman? I'd like to try those Brick House. Done deal. I've heard a lot about them. A lot more flavor, but beautiful cigar made in Nicaragua. The Brick House Mighty Mighty Maduros, Marty, are coming your way. Sommelier Dave, I need to have some JD. Jack. We got Jack. Jack's been coming on since 1875 there in Lynchburg, Tennessee. It's a sour mash. Sour mash means that when they distill the product, they don't use all the liquid what they do is they'll hold back about 20% of the production and then blend it into the next production. So what you get is a consistency continuously. The Maker's Mark we had, that's a sour mash. The Mictors that I brought, small batch, but they also offer a sour mash. Now, it's also charcoal filtered. filtered. Now, that's the other subtlety is that you cannot do any filtration for a Kentucky bourbon. No. But that's why they call it Tennessee whiskey. Right, correct. When you go there, they control their own staves that they burn on property to create the charcoal, put it in a actual container, and then drop by drop by drop, the liquid is then filtered right. through the charcoal filtering, which makes it very smooth. So what you have is Jack Daniels, and then the classic drink would be Jack and Coke. I've also poured you one of those. Oh, beautiful. You can never go wrong with a no, Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke. It's, Jack and Pepsi. Yeah. So I'm going to have got it in my little uh, whiskey snifter here, and I'm... Looks good. I love the color of it. Yeah, it's a very it's a light straw yeah. color. Exactly. Yeah, light straw in color. Uh, and, and I will tell you that this is an American iconic brand. It's a classic. Sure. It's one of those brands, just like you would say, whether it be Budweiser, Levi's, or some of the other ones, it Ooh. goes with it. Wow, I'm really picking up the flavor on the nose. The interesting thing is where it's wow. produced, it's a dry county. You can't drink it there. Which makes no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> well, it's, you know, the laws are the laws for various states, and they abide by them. Whatever. We'll get that changed. <laughs> I would think Jack Daniels could get that changed. Now, as I, as I well, they're enjoy owned this aroma. Bron Foreman now, so Jack, right. it was sold off a long time ago. As I, I, I'm taking... So, I like that. I got a lot of sweetness on it. I got a lot of sweetness on it. Yeah. yeah I yeah. sure did. Very, yeah. It's very tasty. Yeah, big sweetness mm-hmm. on the nose. And um, I'm trying to decipher the aroma that I'm getting. I'm almost getting not a musty type yeah. of flavor, but almost a cedary type of. Yeah, probably because of the charcoal filtering. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a cedary note. Uh, let me take a taste here. I'll say cheers once again. Very good. It was very delicious. As is. And now with the Coke. Oh, yeah. That's very, I would say the adjective I would use is just balanced. Yeah. Yep. It fills the whole palate, a little bit of sweetness. It's not offensive. Pour that over some ice. You could sip it. 
Yeah. I mean, just you can't go wrong with it. Let me take mm. the Jack and Coke now. Yeah. Wow. You could drink a ton of those. Mm. <laughs> yep. Again, Frank Sinatra's <laughs> yeah. staple. Had to have a bottle of Jack. And it's a staple for a lot of iconic actors, mm. actresses, whoever, nice. musicians, artists of the world. 24 bucks a bottle. Yeah. Well, $20. 20, 20 to 24 20 to 24 bucks? So it's under sure. 20 Okay. So we'll say 20 bucks. Yeah. And I'd say that most beverage stores are going to sell that at a reasonable price to bring in. Very. You know, that's one of their staples that moves. It's a volume. It's, right. A it's spirit. the one that you, they put on to draw you into the store. Then they try to sell you other brands. So, my dear Dave, let's go to the Hudson Four Grain Bourbon. You introduced me to this about five years ago. Tuttletown Spirits, mm-hmm. handcrafted in Gardner, New York, just mm-hmm. uh, your neck of the woods, north you know of Albany. Well. Yep. And very interesting story is that the owners of Tuttletown Spirits actually wanted to take the facility that they were buying and make it into a rock climbing venue. Correct. And the city board <laughs> did not approve their no, application. They so they said, okay, well, we'll do something else. And guess what? They went in for a distillery, the first distillery in New York State after Prohibition. Yeah. And they you think about that. Most I, I would say that most people would say, okay, you want to put a rock climbing? No problem. Distilled spirits? Uh-uh, not so fast. But that's not the case at all. No, it's where the locals thought that they would be bringing in people that they didn't want into the neighborhood. You know, they're trying to get rock climbing into the Olympics. They were going to do something to gravitate athletes to come there to work out, to train for the Olympics and all that. And the locals, for whatever reason, said no. Now, there's not much that New York State does well. But the one thing that New York State does, especially the government, is they've allowed, they've really allowed these these micro distillers to flourish because there are incentives for them to use grains grown right in New York state. Interesting about 80%, 80 to 90% of all the grains used, whether it's rye, corn, wheat, or barley originate within a three to five mile radius of the Hudson uh, distillery, which is Tuttletown spirits distillery. Correct. If you think about it, the finger lakes, which sell all those great wines up there, New York has a lot of nice beverages that come from the upper part of the state. No question about it. Now, this four grain, first pot distilled, pot distilled whiskey to be produced in uh, the New York Hudson Valley since Prohibition, mm-hmm. distilled from a mash bill of corn, rye, wheat, and malted barley, double distilled, aged in American oak. Correct. Nice dark color. Now, this is the 2009 year batch number two, bottle number 322. They even label (laughs) it. Now, this is a very unique Prohibition-style bottle. Correct. It's only a 375 milliliter. Milliliter. Suggested retail on this four grain is 35. Correct. So if you look at the equivalent of like a bottle of Jack or a bottle of the, what do we have, the Wild Turkey, Mm -hmm. you're talking equivalent about a $75. So this is a micro-distilled spirit. Correct. It is a premium. Now, looking at this, it's... uh, very caramel brown in color. Nice looking, nice looking color. And let me take the check the aroma here. Has a real good wow. aroma. Ooh. That real definitely pungent. Yeah, that is a pungent. Good word, Somali Dave. That is a punchin, a pungent and uh a pungent aroma that says Hello. Exactly. And the unique thing is it has all four of the grains. When I was at Michter's, yep. they do not use any of the barley. All right. So, Cheers. Cheers to you. So they're using everything. And Gable wow. and his father, they're really doing a great job up there of blending it together. Massive, massive flavors. Flavor. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, it's interesting. I think I'm detecting some of the rye on there. Yeah. It could be that you're getting a little of the pepperiness that rye will yep. give you. Yep, exactly. That's exactly what I'm taking. Take another sip here. But you should also have a little of the sweetness from the barley and the corn. Yeah. Notice, and the wheat. Yeah. And noticing and wheat. that wheat, just a little bit of wheat uh, wheat taste. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I mean, you can't go wrong. That is, no. now this is a great sipping whiskey. It sure I is. wouldn't mix this with anything. Anything. No question about it. All right, Samadhi Dave, we've got eight down. We've got a total of about 14. Now, we're going to do a special after show uh, edition, a podcast edition, which you can still listen to live if you are listening online at CigarDave.com on the live stream or at our mobile app live stream. So if you have not downloaded the Cigar Dave mobile app, do that right now, and you'll be able to listen to our 10, 15-minute after show special edition podcast. Just go to the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store, and you can download that. Don't forget, Tampa Cigar Festival, Saturday, November 23rd, the world's largest outdoor cigar festival. The festivities begin Friday night, November 22nd, with the Cigar Night Live party at the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory. Tickets 100 bucks. Then on Saturday... If you want to enjoy the VIP experience, full lunch buffet starting from uh, uh, 10 a.m. until 4 p.m., as well as open bar, able to see the show front and center, private VIP tent, $125. Tickets are limited, and they are moving ex- they're moving much faster this year than they did last year because we've gotten a much earlier start, and we've been getting the word out about the Cigar Festival uh, this year much earlier. So if you go to CigarDave.com, buy your tickets now because when they are gone, they are gone. We're not going to open up. We are limited in capacity by the size of our VIP tent, and same thing on Friday night. So make sure you mark that down. Come anywhere from across the country for a magnificent event featuring cigars, cigar retailers, manufacturers, Great camaraderie, great weather, great spirits, great food. The 2013 Tampa Cigar Festival. The final and concluding segment of this bourbon tasting maneuver show will continue next. Cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life. The Cigar Cigar Dave Dave Show. Hey, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. 
That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. There are many choices in this life that we don't get to make. Like who's your bar and where you're from. And when the leaves are down, it's time to rake. But you can choose your drinking partner. From pleasure, command, and control, it's the General Cigar Dave. All right, Sommelier Dave, you are getting the, what do we have up next? We've got the Woodford Reserve Double Oak and the Angel's Envy you're going to prepare very yes, quickly. we are. do want to mention Alec Bradley's uh, new warehouse was burglarized about a week or so ago. Actually, a little bit longer than that, a few weeks back. Um $300,000 worth of cigars were stolen, including Alec Bradley Prensado, Nikapuro, Black Market, Alec Bradley, Connecticut. And this will definitely affect their ability to supply retailers and you as a consumer. Uh, and I spoke with Sam Phillips, the uh, VP of Marketing for Alec Bradley. He gave me the whole story. They had just recently moved into this new warehouse and office. Apparently, they broke in early September in the, uh, in the middle of the night. They cut the alarm. Uh, but then when some police did respond, they actually apparently left the building. They waited for the police to leave. Then they brought a stolen truck over and went back in the building and burglarized the place. And they are asking if any consumers or retailers, anybody approaches you to buy Alec Bradley cigars to contact the company. And what is disconcerting, and 99% of the retailers out there, We'll, would look at this and say, we're not going near this, and we're going to call the police and call Alec Bradley. There are some unscrupulous retailers that are now selling that have been approached in New York, in California, in Texas, other parts of the country that are knowingly, knowingly purchase these and selling these. Now, to me, that is outrageous, and uh, it's unethical, and frankly, it is uh when you know somebody is selling you hot goods, there's a problem with that. So to any retailers that are out there, consumers, if you hear of or somebody approaches you to buy product not from Alec Bradley or not an authorized distributor, then please call Alec Bradley. And uh, the FBI is involved in this because not only did they burglarize from the warehouse, they took it from the bonded warehouse as well. Somalia Dave, we still have about uh, five or six bourbons we have not gotten to. Correct. We're going to do them in the special live and uh, and taped after show podcast edition of the Cigar Dave Can't Show. Wait. Download the mobile app. You can listen. Go to CigarDave.com. You can listen. Somalia Dave and I will go through the Woodford Reserve Double Oak, the Angel's Envy, the Corner Creek Reserve, the Basil Hayden's, the Four Roses Single Barrel, Corona Cigar Selection, and the Woodford Reserve Master's Collection, Sonoma Coutrere Finish, and we'll give you a whole recap. Full recap, CigarDave.com. Cigar Dave, the general saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. And enjoy your bourbon cheers. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure to Cigar Father. The Surgeon General of the Cigar Army, a happy birthday. I will see you on Monday. Tomorrow, Buffalo Bills whack the Ravens.